0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and his cousin Jared and his friend Jake gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me and find all my picks on Twitter at Professor Sides. You can follow my cousin Jared on Twitter at Cousin Jared and you can follow my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. Today is Friday, February 25th, 2022 and this episode covers today's best college basketball bets. In case you're new here, I have built a mathematical model that predicts what the spread and total should be for every Division I college basketball game. That information, along with a graded A, B, or C pick for each of today's games not covered in this episode, is available in the Google Sheet linked in the show's description. A picks are the ones I love, B picks are the ones I like, and C picks are the leans. However, please remember the good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say the model will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler uh yesterday the model uh did not do as well overall gave back some of our weekly winnings we are shut up six units on the week for all model picks our podcast picks That kind of was how i did yesterday as well not as good i'm sitting at 22 22 and three for the week jake you are at 13 12 and two for the week so we're hanging in there this week hopefully we can close out strong what is one thing we need to know before we get
1: started Look, I, I don't know if y'all out there have been paying attention to all these small teams and the ones that don't really make T V, but now's the time to do it if you want to get ready for March Madness. There like there's several conferences that their last regular season game is tonight, and so that means the next is the tournament, and then that's gonna show you who's gonna be there in March. Now's the time to start paying attention to get to know get that little step ahead of everybody when, when the brackets come out.
0: Yep. Next week with a small conference tournament should be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, and there's a reason I started coming on the podcast in February, because
0: that's when the games start to matter so <laughs> <laughs> there you go before we get to today's slight reminder please hit that like button if you're on youtube subscribe or follow if you aren't yet we appreciate both of those things a lot and they help us out greatly share with a friend if you know others in the game and drop a comment on youtube or twitter we love those and try to respond to as many as we can uh our game breakdowns uh, yesterday i went two and two jake you went three and two so we did okay here yesterday let's see if we can improve on that today we're going to start off with 6 p.m eastern 5 central so an hour Earlier than usual start time. The Max seems to do this on Fridays. Have that little bit earlier of a game for everybody. Get your weekend started earlier. Uh, Ohio is a seven point favorite with a total of 133 and a half as of this morning. The model makes the total 133.6. So I'm going to give y'all for the first time in ages. I'm going to give y'all a C pick on over Ohio. And I only say that specifically because of the fact that this number was about 130 yesterday when lines, uh, when I first saw lines. And so if y'all saw a tweet about the numbers throughout the day yesterday, hopefully you were able to jump on a much better number and get over that. So I'm riding with you guys who saw that and took that over. But at this number, I have a lot less confidence in it than I would have yesterday. Jake, Ohio minus
1: seven. Can they cover that big number at home? I'm, I'm still recovering from that egg they dropped on us last time we had them on the break one, but um, I don't think that's repeatable. I don't think they go and make two shots in the first half again. So, so I'm going to I'm gonna go ride with them. I think they do it. I think they win this by double digits. I think uh, Marcus Sears is just too much for Akron to handle. Um, like they're a very good shooting team. They came out and won their last game by almost 20. I, I think they're going to come back and do this. They, they take care of the ball well with just shy of 11 turnovers a game with about 15% of their possessions, putting them pretty high up in the rankings there. And they forced 14 turnovers, which means on average they're winning the turnover battle. And I think that's where this goes is Akron turns the ball over too much, Ohio takes advantage, and Marcus Sears just dominates the game.
0: All right, Jared, you're my total guy. I put the numbers out. Did you grab the over yesterday like you should have?
2: Well – of course i am a star pupil of course i have learned from professor and i took the number yesterday all right um, all right but, but yeah when this line uh, this total moved two and a half points overnight usually i would be scrambling to come up with what to say right now um but it actually doesn't change what i wrote down at all the model is two and five on akron totals this month three and four on ohio totals this month and just overall the mac has been so tough to pin down on totals uh, you've got some games that go way under and then you've got like some games with buffalo and ball state that are going to like the 190s um so uh, running back what we did in the mountain west in college football i'm this close to stopping totals on the mac just be like i'm done i'm just done not touching any of them i don't care what the edge is um but again you know i over 131 or something like that if it drops back down i would take but i'm giving this one um a wide
0: berth Uh, just the mac and totals hasn't gone well recently and it's funny you mentioned that uh, every year it seems like that. There's always some teams or some conferences that you just, by the end of the season, you're just like, you know what? There are a lot of other games. I don't have to mess with these because this conference or this set of teams has just really upset me. And, and what you're describing is every game in the Southland conference. Oh, my gosh, yes. The South, We don't talk about the Southland on here, but if y'all yeah. if y'all pay attention to the totals in the Southland games, my model has been all over the map. The totals yeah. are way up, and the model's trying to catch up, and then every once in a while they'll be one under by, like, 30 points. It's yeah. a book. Seriously, we'll move on to another game uh, just a little bit later than that. 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, Northwestern at Penn State. Penn State is a short one-and-a-half point home favorite in a game that usually would be not not be talked about big 10 standards but on a short slate here on a friday night this is you know this is where we are um i'm taking over 128 and a half on this one the model thinks 131 uh penn state does play really slow i think the number is just too low though i think this one can get up into the 130s uh by the hair of its Chimmy chan chan jake who wins between northwestern and penn state
1: i'm I'm actually going Northwestern here. I think I think they get it done. I think in that last game that they dropped Penn State, Lundy had a huge game. I don't think that's repeatable. Um, and Penn State plays slow. and Northwestern doesn't play fast by any chance, but like uh, even with that slow um, pace that Penn State plays, they still turn the ball over over twelve times a game, which works out to about nineteen percent of their possessions. And I think Northwestern wow. is going to. Uh, Take advantage of that this time, unlike last time, and Boo Booey, which is just a fun name to say, and uh, and Lance will do enough to get the, to win the game and cover the one and a half that need.
0: I, I just have to say, how, how do you turn the ball over on twenty percent of your possessions? That's the my mind is blown. You guys enjoyed what you have for us. Hey, if you turn it over on 20%
2: of your possessions, that's potentially a lot of fast break points for the other team. I so, like it. let's go the over 128 and a half here. Um, Northwestern's been an over team, Penn State is is not an an over team for sure. Um, but two things put this over the top for me. Um, number one, like scoring has been up the past week or so to actually the past month in college yeah, basketball yeah. scoring's really been up. Um, but I'm going to make a college football analogy here. I know you're shocked. Northwestern is the Nebraska football of Big Ten basketball. They're sure. going to yeah. find a way to lose a game. So when Nebraska's heartbreak happens today, excuse me, when Northwestern's heartbreak happens today, Same thing. I'm going to guess that it is in a high scoring game because Northwestern get up and down the court like we talked about those turnovers. Um, so I'm going the
0: over 128 and a half here. All right, all right. Same time slot, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. St. Louis at Richmond. Uh, Probably the most interesting game of the night here. Richmond is a short one-and-a-half point home favorite. I've got a B pick on St. Louis plus three. I think this is a toss-up game. Um, I don't really uh, see how... Um you really like one side of the sorry, the screen is wrong in there if you're looking at that should say uh Richmond is a three point favorite. The model thinks Richmond should only be one and a half, so sorry about that. Um I'm seven and three on Saint Louis toss up game. I like taking the field goal if you're of the money line, uh if you if you like that type of play, this is a solid look there, getting a little bit of value there. Uh Jake, can Saint Louis go on the road and win or at least cover the three points?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they cover it and I think they win outright. They won the last game by seven at home. Um, St. Louis is a very balanced team. and not the greatest offensive team in the world, but they're not too dependent on one guy where uh, Richmond is really dependent on Burton to score and Gilliard to get the offense moving. So as long as St. Louis takes care of the ball reasonably reasonably well, uh, I think they come out with the win. They're just a very good free throw shooting team, and they've got a really good offensive player in uh, Jim Jimerson. And then Uri Collins is an incredible guard, too, that really is the key piece to that offense that gets everything going, leading the team in assists and just overall in charge of the offense. But uh, I think St. Louis has got enough to get it done and come out with the win and cover for sure.
0: Is Jared model is
2: five and three on St. Louis totals this month, uh, one and five on Richmond totals, but three of those uh, losses have come by a combined five points on the total. So uh, the model has really been pretty spot on with, with the Richmond totals. So I'm going to take the over 143 here. That's close to the limit of where I would take it at. I probably wouldn't go above maybe 143 and a half.
0: All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Richmond, uh, being a three-point favorite in the game, just a little surprising to me. It almost makes it seem like these two teams are relatively equal. I think St. Louis is the better team here. Richmond's actually underperformed my number. So if that holds true, then, yeah, I think St. Louis has a great chance to get a win because, Jared, you like that over. So that's your notes for that game. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Texas State is a two-point road favorite at Troy with a total of 128. The model makes this one 131.5, so I'm taking over that 128 number my recap of this one is pretty similar to northwestern penn state it's the same number the model makes it the same i like over i think the number's just a little bit too low texas state is the penn state in this scenario they just play pretty slow um the interesting note about them is i've the model has struggled with texas state it kind of just says play over every time even though they're so slow so it hasn't really picked up extremely well on how they've played but all season on edges, the model is still nine and eight on their over. So it's not like it's been a recipe for disaster. I think Troy um, wants to play it a little bit faster the Texas pace than Texas State does, and that'll get us over that 128 and a half number. Uh, Jake, you're more or less picking who wins the game. Does Texas State go on the road and get the victory, or does Troy win
1: at home? Yeah, I think they do. This is one of those small conferences I was talking about at the beginning. Like this, their last regular season game. Texas State with the win wraps up first place. If not, they, they send a chance of dropping a third with the way the standings are. Um, so it's a big game for them. They lost this previous matchup, but had their absolutely worst offensive game of the year. And Troy, I think, had their best. It was, it was kind of really drastic in how <laughs> the shots went in. Um, but Texas State is actually a good shooting team. They just don't shoot the three ball a lot. They hit about 38% of their threes, but only make six a game. So they're just not shooting the ball a lot. I'm not sure why if you're shooting that well. But they hit, And they hit 75.9% of their free throws, which is really good in these tight games to have a team that can finish at the line. And they can be just a tiny bit sloppy with about 12 turnovers a game with that slow pace. kind of hurts them. Kind of like we just mentioned with Penn State, that Troy is absolutely, is one of the worst teams at taking care of the ball. They rank 339th with about 15.5 on the year turnovers a game. And then in the last three, that's gone up to almost 18. So that I don't see any way that Troy takes care of the ball enough to keep Texas state from winning this game again. And they, like in Troy's defense, isn't that great. They're very mediocre, but when you look at the metrics, but that's, I mean, playing a small conference that you're going to run into, but they only force 12 turnovers a game. So they're constantly losing that battle and that's just too many extra possessions for a Texas state team.
0: Yeah. It feels like with having the over there with all those turnovers, it's going to, it's going to be one of those games watching it where you're, Rooting for the chaos, the turnovers, the quick scores, and the coaching the call a timeout. You're like, no, they'll call a timeout. They're having fun. Let them play. You yeah, know? Let them run, let them yeah, if you have the under on those, you're like, you're like, coach, call a timeout, slow this down, right? And if you have the over, you're like, no let them go. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if we have any crazy uh frenetic turnover stretches like that. Uh cousin Jared, what do you have for us? So the model says this should be 131 and a half,
2: which would be a clear overplay. I'm gonna pull a not so fast. All right. Here. Troy has gone under in nine of 15 conference games and three of Texas state's last four games haven't, haven't, gone above 118. There is just nothing to me anyway, that feels worse than taking the over in a college basketball game. And you realize like five minutes in, there is no way this game is going to go over. So I'm staying away from the, from this play for now, you know, maybe I'll talk myself into it later in the day. But I I just can't bring myself to recommend betting the over in this game right now.
0: So you're hoping the number drops a little bit that way you at least get a little more value on the over.
2: Uh, no, it's probably just like a
0: mental thing whether I can talk <laughs> myself into it. or not. Okay, okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. It can't be as bad as as a Navy game though, right? At least it's Correct. at least we're not we're not in that category. Yeah. All no, right. it's not that bad.
1: <laughs> All when right, four twenty-eight.
0: Or what? Well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We, talk, we had I had William
0: and Mary yesterday, and I thought you know. Northeastern is is very bad and and I know yeah. William and Mary is bad but 28 in a game and and if you told me I don't want to get too sidetracked here but if you told me that I think Northeastern scored like 61 in that in that game if you told me that William and Mary holds them to 61 I'm getting plus nine I'd be like this is double yeah. down I mean at some point yeah again you obviously be responsible with your bankroll but if you told me that I would say that's a strong play I'd say that's an pick, you know and yeah 28 points. Anyway, um, <laughs> that takes us to the solo Jake segment here. Again, rather than have him try to talk me into or out of anything, Jake has done so well in these games where their model edge hasn't been very strong. I'm just going to let him have the floor. I'm going to tee him up here for Appalachian State at Arkansas State. Arkansas State is a two-point home favorite. Jake, what do you have for us?
1: Yeah, so this same conference as Texas State, and this is one of the teams they are just a half game behind Texas State. So they need the win, and they're rooting. <laughs> they're all all for Troy. Um, to get or grab that first place in the conference, up. but they are Appalachian State is actually six four and one as a road dog with five outright wins. So that, I mean that's pretty impressive. That means they travel very well. Um, they've won their previous seven. Um, they're just not good at the free throw line, so that scares me a little bit with hitting under sixty six percent. But I, I believe they they take care of the ball so well with just like ten point one turnovers a game, and they. They're a very suffocating defense, like kind of in that Virginia line of thinking, where they don't force you to turn the ball over a lot. They just suffocate you at all all no good shots. And I think they do so well at that that they're gonna come out with a win with the extra motivation to grab that first place, because it's it's very key in these small ones, so that way you don't see the third place team. And Arkansas State is one of the worst teams at taking care of the ball. They've averaged like almost 16 a game like all year, and it's staying the same in the last three, and like in the last five, however you want to look at it. It's just very, they're very consistent at giving the ball away, and I think that will be the biggest difference in these small small line games. Turnovers mean a lot, and I think State gets it done.
0: we can't hear you professor
1: yeah I'm sure he is agreeing with everything I just said I yes
0: exactly I was just saying that Jake is a genius and uh I and his record proves it in these segments right so
1: uh yes
0: that's why it's so low Jake (laughs) Jake. exactly exactly um no A plays for me today there are only 16 games on the slate and nothing meets the criteria for an A play so we're going to roll us right into the buzzer beaters segment Jake I believe you are back with some buzzer beaters
1: today yeah, I found some I like today. I like this Princeton team minus eight. They're just way too good for this Harvard team, and they're they're on a roll right now. Um, so I, I like them minus eight, and I love Coastal Carolina minus six and a half. I'm not sure why it's that low. I think it should be a double digit guy because Coastal Carolina is going to go in there and take care of business, and I, I just don't think Little Rock is anywhere near the same level of team.
0: Yeah, I like, I like both of those. And on Princeton, I saw that number was coming down. As that number comes down to 7.5 or 7 or something, I like it even more. So, yeah, a couple of good ones there. Uh, my buzzer beaters, uh, my favey fave here, one and one here on the week. Did not get the victory last night, but I got a light one for you here, 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central. San Diego State, 21 and a half 21.5. It always blows my mind when the model says to lay a number this big. I try to pull the numbers as close to zero as I can because I don't – want to just constantly be laying these big numbers but the model says 23 I'm 3-0 backing San Diego State San Jose State is really bad so I'm rolling with that even though I don't love laying giant numbers of that nature uh the best B side we are 15 and 12 all time here I'm taking Louisiana plus six and a half at Georgia State Louisiana has been underperforming my numbers by about a point per game but Georgia State's been underperforming them by over two points per game so I think that's too many points and a value play on Louisiana the only hope there of course that we don't succumb to the same fate we did last night a couple of my um, A Apex losing by one point so that one I just right. I'm just hoping that it doesn't do the same thing in Louisiana loses by seven but I think there's still value there on that one I've got the over of the day 44 and 5 all time on these over daily picks in the buzzer beater segment 7 p.m Eastern game already mentioned by Jake, that Harvard-Princeton game. I'm going over 141 and a half. The model is 10 and one on Harvard over edges, three and one on under edges. So it's not just a blindly play over. The model's done really well with Harvard. I think that total should be more around 145. And my last one, I've got the under of the day for you here, three and five all time in this segment. I've got uh, 6 p.m. Central under 135 and a half in Louisiana, Monroe, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern has been more of an under team than Monroe has been an over team. So that balances out both play kind of slow. I think this one might be a boring game. And so I still like it to get under that 135
1: and a half number. Yeah. San Diego state is going to just run San Jose state out of the building. It's not even going to be close. That defense is nasty and San Jose state does not have the talent to keep up. And like I've mentioned before, one of my favorite pastimes is fading San Jose state
0: maybe San Jose State scores 28 points tonight and we could just have a, have a good laugh about it uh cousin Jared he has a buzzer beater for us
2: yeah so I also endorse the over in the Harvard Princeton game I think that's a solid bet um model is four and one on Monmouth totals in February so let's go under 131 and a half in uh, Monmouth and St Peter's I'm even seeing that going up to 132 in some places and then uh, maybe my favorite bet on the board today iona and kinesias model is four and one on iona uh totals this month two and one on kinesias totals so let's go the over 144 there
1: all, all right. right i like, I like it because i can't pronounce that c name
0: <laughs> yeah right i i've actually googled some of these names right and I, but i think i've heard some people i think it's kinesias but i have heard some people say Kinesius, but i don't think that's how you say it. i think it's Kinesius, right who's to say who's to say right I finally figured out Bella it's Mead, right I actually did Google that one because they're a, a new team, uh, a pretty good one so yeah some of these smaller schools right at some point we don't talk about them enough so it's hard to figure out how to say their names. right that's all we've got for you today thanks for tuning into another episode of picks with the professor or minor check out that Google sheet for all picks and totals on today's games not covered in this episode if you haven't done so yet click that subscribe button we'll get you a new episode every weekday of the college basketball season usually a live Q&A episode on Saturday mornings uh we won't be able to do that Tomorrow, because of a conflict with Jake's schedule, but we will do our normal lot, our normal episode, and drop that in that same time slot, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, um, and then we'll interact in the chat if you want to ask about some other games. So we will see you tomorrow. Until then, remember you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.